Hey everyone, welcome to the Fortress of Solitude podcast. I'm your host, Sergio Pereira, and today I am joined by my good friend, voice actor extraordinaire, Rob Moreira. How are you doing, Rob? Hey, I'm good, my man. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure being a guest at the Fortress of Solitude. It's always great having you, man. It's been it's been a minute, actually. Um, well, yeah. it, it kind of feels like everything's blurred into like one, to be honest with you, because I, I, I went, at this point, yeah. I, 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 was, I went to go look back at like the podcast timing, and I think it was like towards the end of last year that you appeared, if I'm not mistaken, and we had a really cool discussion, and then suddenly everything just blurs into one, but, you know, yeah. it's life. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, that's the thing. When you're at home, when we're, you know, we've all been locked down, it's like, you, you, and, you, and you see the same four walls every day, it, it, it all just becomes one giant day. <laughs> I know, exactly. But, I mean, at the same time, you've been killing it. Like, literally, <sighs> I, I've been following you on Twitter, like, we were, we were discussing, actually, off air, that, I mean, we've been speaking to each other for, like, a couple of years now, and I still remember your time with uh, doing stuff with Mario, as well from, um, what was it, Revenge of the Fans? Yeah, the Revenge of the Fans. Great yeah. side. I'm still sad it's gone. Yeah. Mario, please, man, just, just bring it back. It's, it's great. I man. know, right? Yeah. It was a great side. It's a shout-out to Mario. And, yeah, you've been doing some really cool stuff, and I've been following you, and I've been seeing, like, all this hustle and all the stuff that you've been doing and now eventually like you've reached this like really awesome peak now that which is like Fenner Pirate Princess brand new anime which is I mean it's a project I think with uh, Crunchyroll and um, yeah, Adult Swim Crunchyroll and Adult Swim yep yeah, and I mean, it's it's really crazy to see. Like, it's it's something really cool. I mean, unfortunately, it's still not available in South Africa. Like, I went mm. looking for it this weekend. I'm like, ah, I need to go watch it. It's still not out yet. But I know that we've got a relationship with Adult Swim, one of our broadcasters. So I, I have a feeling it might be coming soon. But I was watching, the, like, the trailer and some of the clips this weekend. And, man, dude, this is, like, some really, really impressive stuff. Like, I must say, like, I'm not usually a huge anime guy. I mean, I'm the guy who watches Death Notes and maybe, you know, the Cowboy Bebop, you know, that sort of stuff. That's 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 my extent of it. But even this, I was like, I got to get in on this. And look, if I'm not mistaken, this actually is debuting in English first, right? And the Japanese version is only coming right. in October, correct? Yeah, yeah. It's it's debuting in it debuted in English first. Um, uh, and, and yeah, it's going to be debuting in Japan uh, later later on this year. So uh, it's pretty wild. It's crazy, man. But it's also must be really cool for you as a voice actor because I know sometimes there's always and it's sometimes a bit of a resistance from the fan base when things get dubbed. Mm. You know, they always say, "Oh no, some of the essence of the performance is lost, and or, or certain nuances get lost in translation." Right. So it must have been really cool for you, especially to to get in there like right now. So basically, your Japanese counterpart is going to be compared to you, Rob. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess to to a capacity, which is interesting because, like, when I'm dubbing, I am hearing his performance. So, you know, I, I believe they may have already done their part. Um, but but it just happened that they're 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 just debu- debuting at stateside first, which is very very interesting. Um, and one thing I'll say, like, right off the bat. The performance that he gave really uh, left a huge foundation for me to be able to base uh, the character Yukimaru on because um, not to say that he like made it simple because he is a, it is a very complex character, but yeah. hearing how he performed really helped uh, along with the voice director really helped me along the way of finding where 
in my in my body and you know psychologically as a character where Yukimaru lives. So I mean, he he did a fantastic job. Uh, the voice actor is Ryota uh, Suzuki, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, I mean he uh, he uh, yeah, like hearing it because you know you always hear it before before you record. Yeah. Um, I, when I hear him do his parts, I'm like, man, he just he sounds so good, man. Like he sounds fantastic, uh, and it's really wild. Like you know, seeing people watch you know the first episodes of Fena and being like, man, you sound so good, and I'm like, thank you, but I, I had some help, <laughs> you know, to a degree, I had some help. So, yeah, it's, it's incredible though, because that that is the thing. Obviously, now, unfortunately, his performance is going to be compared mm-hmm. to his fan base. Like, oh yeah, you know, Rob so did this. It's so odd. Yeah, it's like, well, Rob did it this way, but <laughs> yeah, okay, this is good. <laughs> well, it's cool, man. But obviously, I mean, tell us a little bit more about the series, and especially your character yeah. Yukimaru as well. I mean, I, I want to find out more about how this came to be because I mean, Yukimaru is one of the Samurai Seven, if I'm not mistaken, which we kind of yeah. all know what it leads to. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that, that's that's kind that's kind of what they're hinting at <laughs> yeah. you know, to a degree. It's you know, it's very classic in its style. Um, but yeah, uh, Yukimaru, he's the uh, head ninja. Uh, well, his master is Yukihisa, and Yukihisa, Master Yukihisa, he has this group of ninja, and the ninja are Yukimaru, the twins, uh, Subaki, uh, Karen, Makaba, who's the um, uh, very large arms maker guy. Basically, Karen, she uh, she invents it, Makaba creates it. That's kind of how like their relationship yeah. works. Subaki being the cook, and then the twins being you know nuts as they as they were. <laughs> um, they're fantastic characters. Um, and then uh, Yukimaru is the very stoic, uh, very serious leader of the uh, of that crew. And um, uh, he's a he's a very interesting character. Uh, with these last three episodes, we've kind of all uh, they've already hinted at um, his connection to Fena. Yeah. Um, in that they were um, they did know each other as children, um, so they've known each other for quite a while. Um, that thread um, will uh, it will unfurl. <laughs> in the uh, following episode. So definitely keep watching because you do see um, their connection uh, be explained a lot more, yeah. uh, which is great because it's, 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 it's absolutely worth it. It's one of those things where it's like, it's a slow burn, uh, yeah. but that payoff is absolutely worth it. Um, when you, when you get kind of like the full scope of, of, of what's going on there. Um, but Yukimaru, he's a, uh, he's tricky, you know, he, he's not necessarily, uh, you know, he's not necessarily older, but he's very traditional in his ways. He's he he maintains serious. Obviously, around six other characters who are clearly the comic comic relief, and <laughs> um, you know, in, yeah. in in every form except for Shitan. I forgot to mention Shitan. Uh, Shitan, he's the other kind of like serious uh, ladies man, uh, played by my buddy <laughs> Nick Corda. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so all those characters, you know, they they kind of exist as the comic relief, while Shitan is kind of the uh, the vo- he's he's like Yukimaru's living subconscious almost. Like he kind of tells him the things that Yukimaru should he- kind of hear, um, because uh, Yukimaru is so straight edged that sometimes he can't see beyond the walls of his own box. So Shitan definitely helps him in that way. Um, but yeah, he's a he's a, he's an interesting character. It, it's not that he's always just 
serious either in the performance and you can hear that especially yeah. in episode three in episode three you hear you hear a lot of emotional changes though subtly and that's where it's so difficult being yukimaru because in the beginning when they're all deciding who's gonna jump off who's gonna actually uh, get some relief off the boat to you know do do their thing on the island and he loses and clearly it shows that he always loses this game to get offshore uh, <laughs> apparently he always loses and gets stuck behind with the dog who se- seems to be like a, the silent star of the show um, on Twitter <laughs> that I noticed he is a cute dog but yeah he became like the silent star um, amazing but you hear his frustration you know he tries to figure he tries to apply heavy logic to why he keeps losing this stupid game where he can't get offshore and get some relief time um, but when they all come back and he asks about the twins and where Fena is uh, you see that really strong shift in him that while everybody's kind of relaxed and you know giving it up like oh no they're, they're gonna be fine it's okay you know it, 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 we're, we're sure they're just getting left behind like you see his samurai senses like firing on all cylinders like he just knew something's up and uh you see him go to action very quickly and and, and that's the kind that's the kind of character yukimaru is he's kind of always on yeah basically he's always on he's always ready to find out what's going on and and he's clearly uh very protective of fena um for more reasons than one which obviously they'll go into further in the series well i'm definitely keen to actually get in stuck get stuck into the series because as i said i watched a couple of clips and i I mean i I kind of had a bit of fanboy moment there as well when i heard a clip that's my friend rob you know (laughs) so it was like it was really great but i mean the other thing is obviously with with the series it's uh, it's being released this year what was the time frame in terms of when you guys actually got together to record this was it during lockdown or was it way before that yeah, no, it was during lockdown. It wasn't too too far uh, too too long ago. Um, but uh, there there was kind of like a long uh, there there was a long moment between the uh, the audition um, getting cast and then actually recording. So it did take a while uh, for everything kind of to get uh, realized. Um, Specific time frame. I, I don't think I have an exact time time frame, but it, it, it was ma- it was many months. I mean, it was the kind of thing. Now it's hard to say because of my level of work, but it was an audition that I did, and I kind of forgot about it after a <laughs> while. So there was time. Yeah. Um, but again, I auditioned so frequently that that's that's kind of the nature of the game is that you're always auditioning and you're always kind of forgetting what you did because you've already done. 20 more auditions after that so it's kind of easy to forget the auditions as they come but uh what i do remember is um and it was funny because uh when i got the the casting when they offered me the role of yukimaru i was like oh cool i got an anime this is great i love doing anime wait which one is this (laughs) and i started looking through it and i was like yukimaru the the face looks familiar and then i went back to my i to my audition notes because i I keep all my auditions that i do and i was like okay let me listen to let me let me look at the script and when i looked at the script i was like oh wait a second i i auditioned for i believe i auditioned for every male character wow um except for the twins i definitely auditioned for makaba um i did audition for shitan yukimaru 
through and I think one or two other characters but of all of those characters I was like man I really hope I get this this samurai dude I re- he's so freaking cool yeah um, and I remember just falling in love with him at the audition but that's one of the things I always tell voice actors you know never fall in love with the auditions because you're setting yourself up for disappointment <laughs> disappointment it's like it's like meeting you know a, a potential significant other you know for the first time and you fall in love with them on the spot just for them to be like I don't know you and I don't want to date with you it's like you're setting yourself up for failure so I I was like okay I was uh, so I was extremely excited um, to get him and then after we got the casting we probably recorded maybe like a month or two after that so it was probably like a almost five six month cycle before we actually started record from audition to recording and um, did you guys actually go into a studio or was everyone doing it remotely? Because I know you have your own home studio, so it must be easier for yeah. you to get in the booth and do stuff remotely. Or was it like, was it difficult to coordinate that or how did that work? Well, it makes it, it does make it a little bit easier. If I'm not mistaken, I believe everybody was remote and we are kind of all over the place. So some of us are in New York and uh, I think the majority of us uh, are in uh, are in the West Coast, so it is kind of like a bi-coastal anime uh, with the actors that are there. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's very interesting because uh, Nick and I, um, we're we're both uh, in New York. Um, Anjali, who plays Karn, I, I I know she's on the East Coast, but I think she's like in Washington. Uh, she, I, I know she's nearby New York. I, I just don't know how near, but I, I believe she's on the uh, East Coast. While uh, I know Daryl is on the West Coast. Um, I uh, Thomas, I think, is East Coast as well. Thomas is the one who plays uh, uh, Makaba. Uh, um, uh, Daryl, uh, he's he's definitely West Coast, and I forget who else. Yeah, I, th- I think that's kind of how it is. So it's it's almost kind of split, really, down the middle. Yeah. Um, but it was very interesting. I mean, I, for me personally, it's so much easier because. Um, you know, from recording at home, it's the kind of thing where it's like, okay, what's your availability like? And then for me, I never have to take into account uh, commuting anymore, yeah. which for me, commuting into the city, that's easily an hour plus, which is a very long time. Yeah. Mind you, that's going and coming back. So that's two hours of my day just yeah, just you won't get that time back. Vanished. <laughs> yeah, like I, I can't do anything in that time. That's 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 lost time. Lo- and anybody who knows me, uh, you know, wasted time is wasted money. Yeah. So that's two. That's two hours I, I never get back. So being able to to like you know wake up and be able to record you know twenty feet from where I slept is fantastic. So um, it definitely makes it easier. I think for all of us too, um, because you're able to stack um, you know stack sessions pretty quickly because uh you know especially for the voice director he's able to kind of pivot fairly easily um and the actors you know you don't have to worry about potential traffic of them getting there late or train stops working and they're stuck underground and now they can't contact anyone you know there's so many variables in the in in the aspect of travel um that are now eliminated it definitely makes the process incredibly uh incredibly simple and then being a voice actor i I'm able to stack just my sessions for the day uh, kind of back to back either without having to worry about commuting. Because even if you're in this, you know, in the city proper and you're going from studio to studio, I mean, even if you're going 20 blocks and a couple of avenues, I mean, that's like that could be 20 or 30 minutes. While here at home, I can have a session that goes from 11 to 12 and 
immediately jump into a different session at 12 o'clock. Yeah. And um, that's kind of, that. yeah, and that's kind of how my days have been framed out uh, lately with, uh, you know, since 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 lockdown of last year, um, is that I'm able to do that. I mean, last Friday, I think I had four back-to-back sessions. I had four clients literally from 10 a.m. Eastern straight down till 5.30 p.m. Eastern. So yeah, I work, I, yeah, good, yeah. So I, yeah, so I work like eight hours just straight in my booth for completely different clients, literally ping-ponging from one after the other. So yeah, it definitely makes it a lot easier to, um, to be remote for sure. But with that, the voice actor does carry a responsibility to make sure that their setup is appropriate. No, agreed. Yeah. But I mean, the yeah. other thing is you, you also mentioned that you did audition for the role of uh, obviously in Fena. How did you yeah. actually find out about the opportunity? Like, was it something that somebody, you know, told you about? Uh, was it something you came across yourself? Like, mm. how did this actually come about? Yeah, so um, the 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 production company that's working on Fena is uh, NYAV Post, which uh, a lot of anime voice actors they they'll recognize the name. They've done a lot of stuff for uh, Funimation. Uh, they've done a lot of movies on their own as well. Uh, so it was actually through them. I have worked with NYAV Post before. Um, I I did uh, the character of Sakunosuke Oda in Gears of Judgment. Uh, um, Bungo, Bungo and Alchemist Gears of Judgment I played Sakunosuke Oda in that um, in that specific anime and that one was with uh, NYAV Post producing uh, but it was a Funimation show so yeah. I did I did that dub through them uh, I basically have done pretty much all my dubs through them really and not not that I've done so so many but um, yeah I've done them all through them same thing with number 24 that was also a uh, a Funimation anime and I, I played Yuki in that one as well uh, one of the uh, Doha uh, rugby players so I did that with through NYAV Post as well um, all, the two Earth Defense Force games that I did I did that also through NYAV Post and way back when several years ago I did Amazing Z anime and I did that also um, through NYAV. So I, I've I've been with and I've been working with NYAV for quite a bit now. Uh, so when they have um, something new um, and they are accepting uh, and they are accepting auditions, typically I do get to see them. Ah, fantastic! So it was yeah. Uh, I've been on their roster for a bit. Well, that's pretty cool. But I mean, look, I know you've done a lot of voiceover work. I mean, you've done everything from yes. ads to dubs to I mean, everything, everything, man. You've done everything. Yeah. Would you say that this opportunity is probably the biggest, the biggest one of your career so far? Oh man, uh, yeah, pro- yeah, probably. I mean, this is definitely the uh, biggest in terms of reputation for sure, hands yeah. down. Um, it, it was interesting because when the when they gave us the casting notes and everything and you know when i got cast in my head it's just i'm i'm doing i'm doing another job you know not not yeah. not, not not that i'm putting it down or anything you know but yeah you, you you you're tempering your expectations basically exactly yeah because yeah. yeah, you know I, I you know i did you know bungo and alchemist and and i did it and people you know there was some fanfare but it was already a done anime that had been out uh, that they that they then want that then the dub was going to be made so the interest was there but it wasn't huge because again it was already an already existing anime for yeah. this one I didn't I guess I didn't under I, I didn't really understand the scope of it and how important it was and how big it was and the the people involved um, 
you know, I guess I was naive in that, but I guess there's a part of me that's also kind of guarding myself so that I don't hype myself up too much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it keeps me more focused on my work. So it's, it's good. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's gotta be, I, I've never seen such an outpouring of support and excitement for anything I've ever done like this before. And I've been doing this almost eight years now. Uh, it's been, I'm, I'm, I'm on seven years going on eight later this year. So, and I've never, ne- ne- I've never seen anything like it. The hype for Fena was huge when it was announced. And then when the voice cast was announced, I, I was blown away at seeing just, it was funny because when it when it came out, it, it came out. The news came out in the morning. Yeah, and um, I knew they they had already prepared us for it. They you know they told they were you know they asked us about our Twitter handles because they they were going to tag us. Uh, and I said, yeah, absolutely, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd love I'd love to get tagged in that announcement. Um, so I knew when it was coming, um, and then I went you know I I went to work as you do. And then I jumped on to Twitter and my notifications blew up. And I was like, what is going on? And I'm just scrolling, scrolling through all the notifications. And that's when I realized that the voice cast got announced and everybody lost it. I, I could not believe it. I could not believe the, uh, the, the attention that this uh, amazing show was getting so quickly so yeah it was very interesting to see and be a part of especially well i mean just looking at some of the numbers on youtube like, every time there's a clip released it's it's crazy i mean I, i've seen it's some of the nuts. stuff like it's 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 nuts man like i mean yeah. just to be just just to be like you know honest here and, and completely transparent like in in terms of like youtube lately like there have been a lot of people have been complaining about views and that like the algorithms change and a lot of stuff right. is not getting reach and just to see what you know, Fen is doing out there, and I'm like, as part of me is jealous. As <laughs> part of me that's like, I want those numbers too. <laughs> yeah, like but, it's re- it's really insane. Uh, um, again, it, it's just people are really really excited. Um, and, and and I don't blame them. I mean, the animation is phenomenal. It's fantastic. It's it really such is, a man. gorgeous looking show. Um, and then on top of that, the voice acting, like, I, you know, it's funny when I talk about the voice acting, I always eliminate myself because, you know, I, I, that's just the guy that I am. Yeah. But everybody did such, such, such a killer job. Brittany is just Oh, so so wonderful as Fena, um, and listening listening to her care listening to her character is just so so incredible. Um, and it was really cool because when I got to do my stuff, um, you know, my dubbing stuff as Yukimaru, um, I would occasionally hear what Brittany had already laid, laid down, and that also you know uh, helps in my choices as the character because she's so innocent and so well-meaning and Yukimaru is so stoic and he's trying to keep himself as detached um, emotionally because he's trying to do his job essentially which is protect her and get her to where she needs to go Um, that her performance helps it, you know, it, it helped so much, so so much, um, and then getting to hear everybody, you know, as the you know, he, hearing the entire ensemble in, in the show, uh, as the show drops, it's it's also my first time hearing everybody together. So yeah, it's so just surprised. as exciting. Yeah, um, you know, as everybody else hearing it for the first time, it's also the first time for me to hear it too. All of us doing it in on on ensemble. So like, while I know the episode, um, I only know it f- literally from my from Yukimaru 
Pro's perspective because that's yeah. all that I worked on. So it, it was it's really cool seeing everybody work uh, work together, and they sound great. Everybody did such a killer job. I mean, they're all fantastic talent. So you know, I, I, I did I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised, but hearing us all together is is really really awesome no that's fantastic and i mean obviously the fan base is there we've noticed that everyone's tuning in but now from your side rob have you noticed mm-hmm. that since the show's debut that there's been a lot more interest in your work that you're getting hits up a lot more for jobs now um i w- uh no no actually i don't think so i wouldn't say there's there's been an upswing really in anything um you know because one of the my my work predominantly lies on the commercial side so a lot of that work is coming through my agents so i i have already had a pretty consistent stream of work so i i wouldn't say fena has opened up work opportunities yeah. but it definitely has opened up my visibility to the fan base that's for sure um it, it was always interesting you know doing just the you know the handful of animes that i've had the opportunity to work on it's really interesting because i was always looked at as like oh you know the voice of so-and-so is commercial voiceover actor Rob Moreira. That's, that was my label. I was a commercial voice actor who was doing anime as opposed to just being a voice actor working on an anime. So it was very interesting to be labeled that way, but it's not wholly inaccurate either. I mean, 90% of my, my work is commercial work. So it makes sense. Um, but now I kind of feel like that, um, that label has dissipated. Um, so I kind of feel like uh, I, I've been assimilated into in, into into the into the anime world properly now, which is great. It's it's opened the door basically for for more opportunities. That that's basically like I, that's, I, that's that I will that. say. Yeah. yeah, that I will say. I will I will say that because now you know it's not so much that I played you know some kind of side character. It's like no, Yukimaru is kind of like it's he's a, kind one of, of these. Yeah. He's an important character. It's a main you know, character. He's yeah, yeah, he's a he's a main. Um, so uh, and you know that carries a responsibility. You know, because if I don't, if I didn't play Yukimaru properly, um, a, a very large part of the story kind of buckles with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, so so that so that that was uh, extreme. There 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 was a pressure. There is a pressure there, um, and that pressure, regardless of whether I knew how important Fena was going to be, um, that that pressure was already there anyway. Because in 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 doing. His the the character I realized very quickly how important he was to how the sco- how the story unfolded, um, at least that aspect for Fena, you know. Um, so it was it was very interesting to kind of take that on and give it all I got, you know, really like seriously act my ass off in a minimalist kind of way yeah. because he's not a huge character. He's not he's not yelling. He's not screamy. He's He's, he's more subtle. He's, he's nuanced. He's that, very yeah. subtle. You know, there's nuance to his emotions and you really have to kind of nail that. Um, but I think what really kind of settled that anxiety in me, like, man, I, I hope people, you know, enjoy and appreciate kind of like what I did. Like, I, I hope they like it. Um, getting that, uh, the letter from uh, Nakazawa-san, um, who's the director of the show, he, he sent letters to all the actors um, and it was posted on on Twitter by um, uh, by Maki, uh, Maki Furuta, who's uh, one of the producers. And um, 
just having him say like, uh, you know, just thanking me for giving life to Yukimaru. I was like, man, like it floored me. It floored me to yeah, see that. Awesome, and and it so was, cool. and it, you know, you don't expect that. I wasn't, I don't expect anything. I'm just hoping people enjoy what I did. But, but to have uh, Nakazawa-san actually take time to even write those those couple sentences just showing his gratitude for my work was like man this this was it at this point it really doesn't matter what anybody else says <laughs> i mean the director gave me his stamp of approval i'm happy yeah that's um, cool man it was yeah, his vision and yeah. I'm, I'm, I did what I needed to do. If he believes in it, then it really doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. For me it, it's like, it's, it's over, man. It's a stamp of approval. Like that, that's what ends. Yeah. You don't need anything else. Like run tomatoes. Yeah, and that was it. I was like, man, you know, I, I was able to bring that vision for him. Uh, you know, the, the vision that he had for Yukimaru, you know, in the English language. And if he feels that I nailed it, then I, I did do my best and I did exactly what the director wanted, which is an actor's job. You exactly, know? man. And I obviously, Fena aside, what is your dream role, your dream voice role that you can think of? It's the one, it's the unicorn, the one that you want more than anything else. Batman. I, I, somehow I just knew you were going to say that. Yeah, Batman. <laughs> Batman. It, it, it will always be Batman. Um, and, and it's funny because it's not so much that um, because of the character. I mean, yeah, that would be huge. And, and such fantastic actors. Uh, I mean, Batman as a character has had some, has an incredible stable of actors tied yeah. to him, voice, voice and live. Um, and to have my name be even, you know, circled in that, in those waters would be huge for me. And I know there's a lot of voice actors that would, you know, they would, they would probably say Joker before Batman, but Batman has that same kind of nuance that Yukimaru has. Yeah. Um, it's very subtle. It's just, it's very, yeah. it's very much like the words that he uses, like they, they have to be impactful. And I mean, this is something actually funny enough, which I mentioned. And uh, I think it was more of my reviews of uh, Batman, the long Halloween and mm. had, you know, uh, had Jensen Ackles. He was the voice yeah. of Batman. And I think he yeah. did a really good job on it as well, because yeah. there was not a lot to be said. I mean, all the other characters were pretty much shining around him. I mean, you had um, right. you know, jo- Josh Demel as two face and he was, he absolutely killed it. Like I, I cannot imagine anybody else's two face anymore. It's crazy. I know. I know. He, uh, Oh man, he knocked that out of the park. Which is funny because I love Troy Baker's take on Two Face in the Arkham Arkham series. That to to to, to hear the law to see the Long Halloween and hear it, I was like, okay, maybe this great. is the guy instead. Uh, it was <laughs> I guess, fantastic. I guess it could be better. <laughs> and, and that's the thing, like with all those performances. That that performanceless Batman was just super solid, and it was you know mm. it, it had it was minimal work actually if you think about it. But, well, right. I don't want I don't want I don't want to minimize it because it's not yeah. it's minimal what you say, but the right. thing is how you say it is very very important. Exactly. You know, it's, yeah. like, it's like the whole line. I mean, you know, you think about Michael Keaton and he, he did two movies like of Batman and we all know it. And what is the most iconic line? It's just, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Yeah. That is it. And that epitomizes everything because just the delivery of that line alone was, was fantastic and it, it epitomizes the character. And I think that that's, yeah. that's the thing with the character. Like, And I, I can see you doing it. Like, I, I've already said it to you. I mean, I've seen some of the stuff you've done. <laughs> you know, like, I, 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 you put up some work out there, you know, you're putting yourself yeah. out there and... I know there's a Batman animated series coming out. I don't know if the casting's been done already, but I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man, you need to go for that. 
I, I hope so. I really, I really hope that I, I get the opportunity to, to, to voice Batman at some point. And, and it's interesting because, you know, like my natural voice is, um, is, is fairly higher pitched. So, which was not, which is nice because I know, you know, as I get older, um, my voice will probably pitch down a, a, a little bit as, as I become older. So I feel like my, Time, my window of time to be able to play Batman is still very, very big. So, yeah. um, I mean, even if I'm like in my 40s or 50s, I could probably hammer out uh, Batman really Beyond. Batman, Batman Beyond. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Exactly. So, I, I feel like I have time um, as long as I just, you know, keep doing the work. Uh, I, and I feel like that opportunity may present itself. But, you know, outside of it being just an iconic character, the thought of being uh, a Latino actor and voicing Batman it, to me I feel is so important yep um, on uh, you know on so many different levels um, but more importantly you know just in doing any of these any of the the work that I do really uh, to be able to say that I'm a Latino doing this you know this work or this character or even a character like Yukimaru um, to be a Latino doing that work you know is is a shout out it's it's a shout out to my Latinos to show that we can do it. Great, you know, we, we are we are out here. We we do have voices and we are talented. As long as we're putting the work, you know, there is a responsibility on our side as well. You know, you can't stand there with your hands out either and expect the handout to be you know presented to you. You do have to put in the work, and you know, uh, not to say that we work harder than anybody else, but we do have to work hard. Period. Um, to make ourselves known so to be a latino batman i think would be awesome i think i would be the first too wouldn't i <laughs> uh, I, I think so i mean look i yeah, do believe right? i do believe there's an opportunity that it, it will happen because warner brothers is, is pushing it i mean we've seen a diversity in, t- in terms of batman voice casting especially for mm-hmm. some of the audio series i, I think jeffrey Wright yeah. has been cast as batman one of them winston duke is, oh. if i'm mistaken as well so that, that, yeah. they're expanding which i think it, it's a step in the right direction and Absolutely. i mean personally i cannot wait to hear you as batman I, i've been saying it to you for years <laughs> you i've been have. waiting so i've been saying it to you for years so when it happens oh, no. When it happens, you need to let me know. Like it, it needs I to be. Know. Oh, it, absolutely! It needs, it, to, it needs to be a DM that just says, "I'm Batman." That's all it needs to say. Oh god! <laughs> just don't do it on oh, April first. Not on April first. I know, yeah, right? Yeah. That's gonna be a cruel joke. April first, and I'm like, "Yeah, Rob's Batman." Uh-huh. Oh, hey, look man. at the date, fool! I'm like, ah, damn it. But Rob, oh, man, you want you want to hear a funny story? Yeah, go for it. So, and it's, it's Batman related. Um. Uh, a long time ago <laughs> at this point I mean I'm what seven years in. I was probably two years into doing voice acting so I was still working my day job um, I had a huge opportunity to voice a, uh, to audition for a Batman character and when I saw the audition I I gagged um, at my desk it was to it was to audition to voice the Joker in the Telltale series oh yes I, I love that game yeah, yeah so I actually got to audition for that Joker oh wow um but one thing I will say is that at that time I was not ready to t- t- to take on him at that time I was still a little green in terms of voice acting still uh, th- looking at it in retrospect um, I was like yeah I was not ready to handle that I could handle it now like now I'm I'm, I'm a much more seasoned voice actor um, that I think I'd be able to handle that because um, that, you know that's one of the things you know I, I've, I've, I've been an actor for an incredibly long time um, 
you know, uh, almost two decades at this at this point. Uh, but voice acting, I've only been doing, you know, seven, seven years, uh, almost eight years. And um, there is a difference. You know, I don't count them. You know, I, I feel like what makes me a good voice actor is that I was an actor, but being an actor doesn't necessarily make you a good voice actor either. Yeah, um, it's I a good foundation. Yeah. You know, it is a good foundation, but you do still need to learn how to voice act. It helps already having the foundation. Um, but yeah, at that point, I was not ready. I, w- I was not ready to handle that kind of do that kind of heavy lifting. I mean, that's that's huge. You mess that up, and you know, that, that's that's a, that's a scar on your card. Well, I'd love to hear the voice audition because I do think the person was cast. Uh, I think it was Anthony and Gruber, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, 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 really yeah. great. I think great performance. But I'd love to hear your performance one day. Like seriously, like I- I'd love to hear it because uh, yeah, I th- I'm sure I still have it somewhere. I, I mean, yeah. I keep on my auditions, so I'm, I'm sure I have it around because. I dig yeah, to hear that because I mean it, it was such a great take as well like from John Doe you know mm-hmm. becoming a Joker it was it was something different and I think it was much needed for the character and that's yeah. the whole Telltale experience I mean I actually was reading an article today about um, how the upcoming Batman movie might you know take inspiration from it and mm. it, it makes a lot of sense I mean I think the whole thing about like you know the, the Waynes being corrupt I mean come on I mean the rich people in Gotham of course they're going to be corrupt yeah, yeah. like <laughs> it's, it's sweet yeah. to think that the that the richest family in Gotham you know are completely altruistic and charitable and, and whatever but uh, Come on now. Like, Let's if we want to ground yeah. things in reality here, yeah. you know they were up to some shady biz. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. They have to have. I mean, I mean, come on. The biggest building in the t- in the town has their name on it. <laughs> Does that sound? That sounds like somebody familiar that was, uh, you know, yeah. roaming America for a couple of years. Now, yeah. You know? that, 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 not naming person, names. Yeah, yeah. You know, not naming names. <laughs> but I'm just saying. You know, exactly, <laughs> that sounds yeah. familiar. Uh, please, please don't say that. I really do not want to see a post saying that. Like that. that that's like uh, you know inspired by Bruce Wayne. The way it's I, oh gosh! Yeah. I know that's all you yeah. need now, right? <laughs> Let's just delete that. But Rob, oh, man, gosh. thanks again, man, for joining me today. Yeah. It's been really, really great chatting to you, Thank and you, I'm super excited to see what you do next. And yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch Fenner. I really am. Like that's yeah, that's my next man. Thing. I can't I can't wait for you to catch it. I mean, it's it's really fun. It's it's an incredible show. The artwork is fin- phenomenal. The cast knocked it out of the park, and I I, I had so 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 much fun um doing this it, it, it really it really tested my acting chops um for 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 yukimaru to bring him to life and give him this you know subtle nuances that make him such a great character so uh, i'm hype i think i think everybody's gonna dig it awesome thanks a lot it's or everybody keep, else keep digging it i should say keep digging they yeah, love exactly. it keep clearly digging. so keep i hope they're gonna keep yeah. loving it of course <laughs> great man thanks a lot robin to everyone else out there thanks again for listening don't forget to like share and subscribe and we'll catch you next time cheerio